0: Spawn of Me is the premier podcast spotlighting people
1: of color. Every week, we talk news, what we've been playing, and tell you who's invited to the cookout. Our show is all about talking about gaming through a prism of blackness because we are the culture. Welcome to Brakago, y'all. What up, what up, what up, everybody here in Bracago? What the deal be? I hope you're all doing well. This is the Spawn Me podcast with Kali Adams. I'm your host, Khalif Adams. I hope you're doing Extremely well this week. I hope you have had a wonderful week. I hope you had a really fantastic Halloween. I know I had a banger of a Halloween. It was super super dope. I got a chance to go to a magnificent concert down in LA uh, this past Halloween. Uh, it was over on a Sunday. Uh, I had a chance to go rocking and 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 go see one of my favorite artists on the planet in Kate Uh It was. It was br- amazing. Like I, am a big case. You're not a fan. Uh, me and my wife, we went, and, uh, I dragged her butt down to LA with me with a broken foot. Uh, and she rocked out, uh, watching the show, uh, and had a, br- had a fantastic time. It was so, so good, um, to be able to rock with, 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 with her and going to see so many dope folks together, uh, in terms of having, you know, a show to go to, which is a thing I haven't done in a forever. Um, having a chance to go and rock with, you know, people in the public in that way, it was a little sketchy. I'm not going to front, you know, the conversation when you get in the door was like, you know, you got to rock your vaccination card and you got to show, you know, your, your ID and and all the other stuff. Uh, And it was dope when you got into the like security line. But as soon as you got into the actual venue, People were YOLO in all of the masks everywhere. It was wild. People were not wearing masks. That was a little bit difficult to deal with. We were luckily on another level where we weren't around a lot of folks, um, who didn't have masks on. We had our masks on for the whole entire show. Again, please get vaccinated. Please make sure you're doing that work. Um, but it was wild to see so many folks like in a jam packed concert, not wearing masks. After everything else was like, yo, put on your mask and do all that stuff so that you can actually go and, and like be a part of the experience. Um, That was wild. I don't know how that works. Uh, I'm hoping that people are going to come out of that. Okay. Uh, But Kaytrenada just killed that show, like did a fantastic job on the show. It was brilliant, it was super dope. I am very happy uh, that we got a chance to see it. If you missed last week's episode, please make sure you're going to check that out. It would be fantastic if you did. Uh, Again, we're looking to to, to boost our numbers for the show. Uh, We have a lot of great stuff coming up towards the end of the year, Uh, some really great announcements that'll probably happen in the next couple of days, Uh, and there's some really big stuff happening in December. Uh, So there'll be some great conversations to be happening, uh, to be had uh, around all those things, and, and hopefully you will all be here uh on the ride with me uh while all those things go down it'll be pretty pretty dope i can't front um something else that's awesome and and really fantastic this episode 412 of this one of me podcast is we have a new sponsor i am very excited to announce that we are rocking with our friends over at manscaped manscaped ha- manscaped have definitely come through uh they have been looking out for us uh, they have been doing some really great work in the lower regions department for a long period of time, making sure, you know, all your stuff is, 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 is feeling good. Uh, all your stuff is, is trimmed up, making sure you're doing all that cool stuff. Um, and yeah, like I am very excited for, for what we're going to be able to do with with Manscaped. They are sponsoring the episode this week and I believe they're sponsoring the episode next week. Uh, we have um not a, not a we, we're we're looking to see if we can get a couple of you know a couple of sales from everybody in Bracago uh to 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 pull in and see if we can get that to work uh again you can use the code spawn on me at manscaped.com uh you can do that and and support berkago again like we've been rocking with them for a while we did a really cool activation with them a couple of years ago and now we've come back into the space uh and we're rocking again with with Manscaped. We'll be talking a little bit more about that before the break. Um, so we'll be giving you a little bit more info about what all that is. Um, and, and I'll show off the, the, the new 4.0 lawn trimmer, which I think is, is actually pretty, pretty freaking sweet and pretty awesome, uh, to, 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 to be fair. Um, it has been awesome to be able to get that in this. So we'll be doing one more ad, uh, right, right in the beginning of the second half of the show, right after the ad break. Uh, and then coming back uh, with more information about Manscaped and how they're helping to support us here in Bracago. So thank you to our friends over Manscaped. Again, you can use uh, the code spawn on me to get 20% off and free worldwide shipping uh, for the new Manscaped Four Point 4.0, which is, which is also a great name. <laughs> like, it is just a really good name for a product. I appreciate it. I think it's dope. I think it's fantastic. Um, we have a lot of cool stuff to get into for this week's show. There's a couple of pieces of news uh, that we want to dig into. Uh, a lot of fun stuff to, to to really jump into from the conversational standpoint of that. So before we do that, you got to check out our new bumper for the four one one. So first story of the week is all about Midnight Suns. Midnight Suns is the Firaxis game, the folks who made XCOM and a whole bunch of other fantastic games. Um, They shared some information uh, this week about, sadly, uh, their game getting delayed. Uh, It's gonna get delayed uh, until late 2022. Um, They shared a, a, a message on Twitter uh that reads as follows i said hey everybody on behalf of Heractus games we want to thank you for showing just how excited you are about marvel's midnight suns um we've been thrilled to see reaction to, to everything that we've been putting out in the world uh and it's been a dream project for us uh we decided to share that we're, we're that we're gonna have to push back the game's launch window to the second half of 2022. we know that a lot of folks were looking forward to the game we're really sorry that we had to push launch back but we want to make sure that we're Delivering on this on this unforgettable adventure set in the supernatural side of Marvel. Marvel. I said Marvel. <laughs> so these extra months will be used to add more story, cinematics, overall polish and essential uh in helping us make that vision a reality. So I'm super sad about this. Um again, the folks over at uh, uh and uh Marvel uh, uh Marvel uh Midnight Sun sent out this gorgeous, beautiful care package with some fantastic swag in it and cool stuff. But I am just like, man, I'm now like fully entrenched into so much more Marvel stuff um, and just really excited for what that game is gonna wind up being. I've always wanted an XCOM-esque game in a Marvel universe. Them digging into this game in, in this way is going to be super, super cool because now we get a chance to see uh, this very different version of, 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 of this game. It's gonna be really awesome to be able to see how they're gonna be able to uh kind of bridge that gap between the two uh worlds of Marvel and of 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 the Midnight Suns kind of line that they're doing and, and working in in terms of the the, the conversation there. How they're gonna build that world around the kind of base of an XCOM game is also gonna be pretty fantastic and awesome. So I am I am infinitely excited for what that is gonna wind up being. Um, and hoping that that's going to be something that we'll be able to check out, check out, you know, fairly soon uh, in terms of what that, you know, what that universe is going to look like and how that all is going to kind of work together. So sad that it's getting delayed. But again, I think anything at this point that gets delayed, there's a good reason for it. Um, you know, this year was going to be jam packed and full of stuff anyway. So, you know, folks getting out of that space to be able to to let other things kind of rock and not have to worry about it. Um, you know, all of that is, is going to be good for, you know, everyone involved at that point. I think that's going to be good for everyone's, uh, uh, launches in that way. And and again, like Fraxis folks are are well, well known. They've nailed this stuff pretty easily uh, over the years in terms of getting the base game stuff down. This will be a really new, interesting twist on that. And I hope that they are able to um, accomplish that. Cause that's going to be really cool if it comes out, uh, and is really, really dope. So super excited about that for sure, but sad that they're going to get delayed a little bit. Next story up for this week is about Twitch getting hacked or not getting hacked again, but the previous hack that happened, uh, there was an investigation that happened. Of course, you have to kind of do the, uh, the math and say, you know, what's happening in that space. How are things kind of working? What was the retro that happened after the the breach happened? Um, and and there was an actual like really interesting story that just broke today on Kotaku um, that, that that talks about how some hackers laundered about ten million dollars on Twitch. Again, that is a huge amount of money uh, from the leak that when we talked about it a couple uh, a couple months ago, as it was months at this point. Um, the, the, the overarching conversation was that, you know, not a lot of stuff happened in that space in terms of data, uh, getting leaked or, or kind of dangerous information getting put out into the world. But seeing that basically almost $10 million got hacked allegedly from stolen credit cards, uh, that was made into bit purchases and donations on Twitch. Um, It's a lot of money. It's a lot of people's information. It's a lot of stuff that got pulled into it. So after an investigation to last month's uh, data leak, it was uh, alleged that a group of hackers laundered about $10 million in legally obtained funds for making a tiny, for making a ton of tiny donations to Twitch streamers. So they're kind of doing that, that uh, a drip, that, that drip donation uh, hack that I've, that I've heard about before. It's kind of weird because we've seen, you know, stuff like that talked about in movies about like how if you're going to steal a bunch of money, uh, do it in small increments so that people won't really see uh, uh, something happening. Um, as MEE and GameGar report, data related to the Turkish market revealed some funny stuff going on with large donations being made in tiny amounts to the platform's cheering currency bits to a relatively small time streamers. Uh, it says Twitch transfers 1% of income obtained through the bit to the individual streamer. Some were found to be earning up to 800, $1,800 a day, despite only having 40 to 50 viewers under the scam act, uh, hackers firstly alleged from, sorry, under the scam hackers, firstly, allegedly stole or obtained the credit card information of random individuals. Then they negotiated deals with, with Twitch streamers to send them large payments of money through bits. The streamers then would refund 80% of the money they received to different bank accounts belonging to the hackers, effectively laundering the money. $9.8 million was laundered through 2,400 Turkish streamers over the past two months. That's scary, not great, um, and also like super wild that that is a thing that happened. Um, I, I don't know how you kind of work in that in that space and how do you kind of figure out how to balance that out uh that is that is wild um I, it's also like kind of brilliant that that that, that that's a that, that's a thing uh that they were able to kind of figure that out um but it is wild to see that this was a new way to kind of circumvent the ways we think about um, all the work that has happened in the kind of, you know, uh, uh, spaces where you're trying to figure out good ways to keep everyone safe, right? Keep your data safe to find ways that you can do, you know, less nefarious things with, uh, you know, all of the money that that winds up happening. Um, that's, that's also like pretty, pretty wild, right? Cause then you get to think about all the ways that this kind of went down. It was like in tandem, not only with the hackers, but with the streamers themselves saying like, hey, we'll refund the money back and get a cut while also doing this work behind the scenes, especially with the opening that was there with the with the, with the the big breach. Kind of scary to know that again, like the stuff that should be the safest parts of Twitch are having these issues where these breaches and these openings and these holes are there. Um, on a platform that again is, is, is pushing millions and millions of dollars a day, you know, through its currencies and through its activations and through its, uh, uh um, uh, ways that it's all kind of touching. Uh, it is, it is super wild that that's a thing. And I don't know what to do about that. Um, uh, it says in, in the last part of the article, it says high profile Turkish streamer Jareen uh has uh 1.7 million twitch subscribers that's a lot of subscribers (laughs) and there's another person trying to raise awareness he has recently met with the politicians who are now calling in turkey's parliament for the financial crimes investigation board and other other relevant turkish state institutions to scrutinize the scandal uh again i think one of the things that we've seen in this space has been that cyber crimes are very very different in the way that they get um adjudicated in the way that they wind up kind of working in the space where I don't think a lot of uh, agencies and, 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 and folks in the, in the law enforcement space really understand all the avenues in which cyber crimes can happen and having this be a thing in this big way that now could potentially lend to another version of this somewhere down the line. That's scary. Like, I don't know how to do with that. That's that's going to be a thing where, you know, we don't know what's going to happen in the future. But it is, one, I'm happy that they caught it. And two, I'm happy that they are learning um, from their mistakes. And they're now, uh, hopefully, Twitch is going to be, you know, locking that down in a way that is going to be, uh, you know, more safe. <laughs> hopefully, uh, for all of you, like, makes me worry about the way that, that, that bits are going to work in that way for, for people who are trying to scam, Uh, the system in that big way. So I guess if if, if more details come about uh, from this, we'll we'll, we'll try to report on whatever we find and and hear. Uh, But wild that that was a thing and and kind of smart from the folks who who, uh, found that loophole and are figuring out ways to make it happen. Um, Last 411 story of this episode is all about Netflix. Netflix is now getting into games. Uh, there was a conversation a couple of months ago about Netflix acquiring Oxenfree's developer night school. Uh, folks who I loved Oxenfree, Oxenfree was a fantastic game. Uh, and them kind of pulling them into the fold and saying, Hey, here's a, you know, we're trying to, trying to get into games and now we're gonna try to, you know, maneuver that space in a different way uh than we did before. Um I think a lot of people got really excited about the potential of that because Netflix is a huge company and has been doing some pretty good work in terms of getting things done. Uh, but it is um, an interesting kind of space for them because a lot of these games are going to be on Android and iOS devices, so it's going to be on tablets, going to be on mobile devices, things like that. Um, and currently, the you know you'll be able to now because the service is live, you know, go on the Netflix mobile app look for games and play them directly on your devices. So some of the games you'll be able to choose from stranger things, 1984 stranger things, three, the game, uh, shooting hoops, card blast and teeter up again. I'm not going to say that these are like the most exciting games for, for a launch, uh, to go out. I, I it is a interesting maneuver. I think this is a, 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 you know, a toe in the water kind of thing, which I think is pretty smart, but I do wonder again, like, I, I, it's hard. To, it's hard to say because I know I know some people who are working on some of this stuff, and I know that there is a actual full on like we are really looking at this space in a real way. Um, but it is also weird to see that it kind of roll out in this in this very kind of I don't I don't I don't want to say small way, but it doesn't feel like the way that Netflix does stuff. It feels like Netflix will have a thing that's fully baked and ready to go, and then they go hard um, in terms of reach and in terms of marketing, in terms of all this stuff. This feels like this was very much a thing that kind of went out, was was done, and then put out into the world and it was like, all right, here we go, you got a thing now. Uh, go check it out and see if, and see if you wanna do it. Um, it, will be re- it will be really cool to see what happens when um, Oxenfree uh, gets their toes in the water. I-, I do wanna see what they do there. I think that's gonna be where more of the conversation grows in a way that's more interesting. Um, that will be really, really wild to see what happens when that full-fledged game winds up becoming a thing. Does it become a thing that's only on you know certain devices because that's where they want those to live? Is that a thing where they do something in the way wo- in the way they did Bandersnatch, where you'll be able to you know play play some some form of a game or some form of entertainment that is interactive on your television set and on your other devices? Is a lot of stuff in the mix to kind of figure out. In terms of what they're going to maneuver and do uh but this is a new day for them i think this is going to be really cool to see and 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 uh you know we're seeing the foundations of what this could potentially be uh for for all the things that are coming into this space which i think is going to be you know pretty 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 interesting uh moving forward uh so shout out to folks over netflix i i'm excited to see what they're going to do with this i want to see all the goodness that's going to potentially come from this i think there's some great spaces to be able to figure out you know what new games are going to kind of be on the platform how folks are going to really dig into it uh you know please if you're if you're you know a fan of ours and you're, you're you follow us on social let me know if you're going to like dig into this i'd love to hear you know why you would play games like this from from netflix in this space and and and, and share that information with us because i think that, that would be really cool to see um, how all of that works. So I'm infinitely excited for what that p- could potentially be. Uh, but it is a very weird launch for a, a company like, like Netflix to be able to do something like this. Um, so, yeah, I think, you know, the other big uh, story of the week uh, was around Facebook and meta them changing their name to meta. Um, I, you know, the, Zuckerberg having lots of conversations around what he wants the metaverse to be and what the expectations are going to be from a technology standpoint. um, Are, are, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't think it's going to work. I'll just say it out loud. I don't think it's going to work. I just don't think that the versions of what they want interactivity to be are going to be exactly what they are hoping for. I think that there is a layer there that is really interesting and compelling, but I think if everything feels like a step backwards in terms of the way that they are looking at um, the space in that way, I, I think everything that they're trying to do from a, a visual standpoint, from a medium standpoint, from a, you know, are, are are we all going to be having, you know, VR headsets on our heads? Probably not. I doubt that that's going to be a thing. Again, VR is going to get better once it gets smaller and less obtrusive and and you don't look weird wearing a a VR headset. Uh, But I don't think that those are things that are going to happen anytime soon in a way that um, we're going to all want to jump on it. And especially with Facebook, AKA Meta, having its name sullied for all the things that we've talked about from privacy issue uh, uh, standpoint and from all the other layers that wind up going along with this particular outfit in this particular company, it's going to take a lot for everyone to, to, to kind of get out of that space and rethink what that's going to wind up being. I just don't think that that's going to be something that's going to work in the ways that we, uh, that we think, I just don't believe that you could, you know, pay people. I remember very specifically asking the question a couple months ago about like, Hey, if we decide to leave Twitch, especially cause this is the time during the, uh, the massive hate rates, if we were to leave Twitch and we were to choose between Facebook gaming and, and YouTube to stream our, to stream our content, everybody said, if you go to YouTube, I mean, if you go to Facebook, we are not following, like that was a full throated, uh, uh distancing of that platform from everybody in Brocago. so if everybody in Chicago is like I'm not going to Facebook which means I'm not going to meta what does that mean for other other companies who are thinking about attaching themselves to that stuff right like you know I just don't think that that is gonna be a palatable space for a lot of people who are thinking about you know what content is going to look like in the future and 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 do you want to have this? weird looking avatar be the thing that connects you to other people when we've seen over the past two years, how much connection means to folks. Right. So I just don't know if the the the, the Zuckerberg idea um, has any legs to it. And if it does, I think it'll be in ways that are very AR focused. If we're even going to talk about anything that has to do with the me- with any kinds of metaverses. Um, I just doesn't, it doesn't feel like those layers are going to be, smartly done or if they're going to be done they're going to look cool or they're going to be fun it all looks really cheap for a company that makes so much money it just looks bad it doesn't even look cool like that's the weird part about all of those things together so again i don't know what they're trying to do it feels weird i don't know how they're trying to figure that stuff out it just doesn't make sense um we're about to get up out of here for this half of the show we have another half of the show after our break but before we do that we definitely have to give love again to our friends over at Manscaped. uh our friends over there are doing it up for the holidays again if you're trying to you know make sure that your tree is trimmed properly and that your snow globes are looking fine, you got to make sure you're rocking with Manscaped.com. Manscaped is rocking with us here at Spawn On Me. Uh, they have their lawnmower 4.0. It's super exciting. I like it. I have been using it uh, for the past. Well, I used it the other day uh, to make sure that the tree was trimmed properly uh, and make sure that uh, all, all my chestnuts was, was not roasted uh, by a razor burn. Uh, so it was great to be able to uh, have the new product come in, uh, rock with it, use it, and and feel like it was in a, a in a good space again like you know i have it right here it's awesome um what i really do like about this is besides the fact that it has a a different feel uh than the previous versions uh the lawnmower 4.0 has like a really awesome guide here so that you know if you've ever used clippers before uh on your boys uh, you know it's kind of dangerous it's kind of dangerous you don't want to do that sometimes you might cut yourself you might nick yourself you might go nicks go nicks go nicks go that's not a nicks that you want that's not that's not the bing bong that you want you don't want to bong your bings you don't want that that's not what you want so i'm saying if you rock with this you get the the the, the lawnmower 4.0 beautifully designed i love the design on it it's pretty fantastic has this really awesome charger so you can just place it on the charger put it on your desk USB C powered uh again you can cut one of these uh, rocking with our friends over at Manscaped at manscaped.com. Uh, you can use the code me for 20% off and free shipping. I am excited about our partnership that we're rocking with them. Uh, and again, we'll be talking about more of this uh, in some more upcoming shows as well. So, massive love to our friends over at Manscaped for supporting the show and getting it in with us. Uh, again, if you want to make sure that your ho-ho-hos are, are working and, you know, you don't want to get any any bumps on your sleigh rod uh then you want to make sure that you're rocking with manscape.com uh we'll be right back after this we're going to take a quick break and we'll be back with more spot on me right after this.
0: hey brokago merrick k here from fanbyte did you know that spot on me is a part of the fanbyte podcast network We produce a ton of other great shows like Channel F a podcast where we talk about the games we're playing Can I just say how much I would love for there to be a Hitman game that's just about making people experience embarrassing social faux pas trying to like prank people and make it seem like they had farted or like tripped on something (laughs) That would be like very good Dig up weird finds at thrift stores So the listing says Bung Doctor V64 And take your questions about the best jokers Labars Martin asks What's the best or coolest weapon been ever given to a mech.
1: Gundam Gusion Rebake has a really good. Oh, wait, give me, sorry give me that one more time. Gundam Gusion Rebake. Yo,
0: I heard you. <laughs> Gundam <laughs> Gusion. I personally guarantee that listening to Channel F will make you a better, smarter, more powerful version of yourself. So go to fanbuy.com slash podcasts or search for Channel F on your podcast app of choice today. Improvement not guaranteed. Listening to Channel F may cause duplication.
1: Welcome back to the Spawn on Me podcast. I'm your host, Khalif Adams. This is the second half of our show. If you missed the first half of our show, you missed me talking about a whole bunch of awesome conversations around video games and the video game industry. And again, thank you to our wonderful sponsors, Manscaped, uh, for rocking with us this week and sponsoring the show. Yo, I've been playing a bunch of stuff of late. There's a bunch of games that I've been digging into Uh, I've been hearing a lot of the scuttlebutt around certain games and wanting to figure out like, what's the stuff to kind of dig into. I had like basically two weeks where I didn't get a chance to play games. So I'm like infinitely excited, uh, to kind of like sit down and play some stuff. Um, and one of the games I keep hearing so much about has been inscription inscription, which is this kind of roguelike, almost horror game, almost escape room uh, you know, CCG card collecting game. It is, it is just an, a wild experiment in, 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 in video games. And I think we're hearing so many folks who I, who I really do like appreciate their opinions and about the way they think about games. Um, talk about just how good this game is. Um, I bought it the other night. Um, played a couple rounds of it i 'm still trying to understand how the minutiae of the of the actual game works, but you know from what i 've been playing uh and 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 shout out to t d h in the chat saying that there 's a demo available, there is a demo available for you to go check this out um, It is just so interesting, so like you know you're you 're kind of Using these cards to, you know, battle this other person, uh, this other this other being that's across from the table is kind of shrouded in darkness, um, and you're getting these cards that are, are, are based on kind of different animals and insects, and 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 all these other things. And you, when you're playing, you're basically trying to figure out good ways to, you know, in the ways that you would play a game like Hearthstone, where you kind of like, you know, take that person's health down to a certain amount before they actually like expire um you're doing that with these cards but there are all these like small intricacies of you know which characters do you use to sacrifice a card to use another card um you know which which animals are or have multiple versions of themselves that they can build upon to kind of make them stronger or have you know cards that you can uh, um, morph into other cards or add elemental uh abilities to them or You know, it's very strategic in the way that you build your decks, but the decks are always different because it is a kind of a roguelite. So I'm, I'm playing it. I don't have a lot yet to say about it because I only really got a chance to play like one or two games, but I did want to put it on all of your radars because it is a thing that in terms of folks in the gaming space have been talking about it. It is rare that I see a game where people are like, like, yo, you need to play this. Like there are very few games in that space where people are doing that work. Um, and I'm figuring out like, what's the good way to kind of, you know, explain it. Uh, TDA says in the chat, it's like, it looks like a card game crossed with an escape room. It is. So like, there's another part of the game where you're like looking, like, you're like, you get up from the table, um, and you're like, are looking around the space for clues, for other things that will either give you new cards or give you new access to new abilities, or do any of that stuff. And it's wild because it's kind of scary in a way that you don't expect because you're just shrouded in darkness. And all you see are these kind of two eyes in the darkness kind of staring at you and, t- and telling you things, but there's not a lot of sound. It's not a lot of movement. There's not a lot of stuff happening, but it's very subtle. And that subtle, um, uh, subtle like movement and, and, and audio just makes it feel really ominous all the time but it also feels like you should be kind of like looking around the space to find out like, Oh, what's in that corner. Oh, what's in that space. Like, is there a thing over there? Um, and sometimes you'll get like information to be, to, to be able to like tell you like, okay, you need to go into that part of the corner and go get something for me. Or you need to go and and, and grab something off that table because that's the thing that you're going to need for the next round of cards. It's, it's just really well done from, from an art direction perspective. It's really gorgeous from a, from a atmospheric perspective, it, it feels really interesting and cool. Um, you know, it being a Devolver game automatically puts it at a, at a certain level for me, because I just think Evol- Devolver makes and publishes really smart games out in the world. Um, but, I, but I'm, uh, you know, right after this stream and after I edit the show, I'm gonna dive back in and go play more of it. Cause I feel like it is a thing that I am Const. I was thinking about it a lot over the past couple of days. Um, having gotten a chance to like mess around with it a little bit. And it's been something that's just like on my mind of like, I need to figure this out, uh, because I'm having fun with it. And I'm I'm, like, want to find out all the weird stuff that's in there. Cause I'm like seeing conversations about, you know, hidden stuff here or, you know, surprises here or any of that stuff where it feels like, you know, your, 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 your mileage will vary. But if you dig into all the stuff and then you find out like you're really vibing with it, like, it feels like it's going to be one of those surprise games of the year for sure, uh, which I'm very, very excited about. I, w- I love stuff like that. Um, the other game that I got a chance to play um, for a little bit, which wasn't super, super long, but I did get a chance to mess around with Darkest Dungeon 2. Um, I am a big fan of Darkest Dungeon. I think Darkest Dungeon is brilliant. I think, the, you know, the folks over at Red Hook continue to make great games with like redonkulous art style. They have nailed this again. Um, they've added some extra layers too, where now you have an overworld where you kind of travel through it. Um, and I, you know, I, I played like half of a, half of a couple of turns. Um, haven't had a, a full chance to like really dig into it. I, Again, I'm going to dig into some of that stuff th- uh, this evening. Uh, but knowing just the pedigree of Red Hook and knowing just how well and how much I've played of the previous game. I am infinitely excited for that. This game is out on, uh, uh, um, what do you call it? Uh, Early access and they've already sold 100,000 copies on early access from from what I've heard from the folks over at Epic Game Store. Um, That in and of itself is just a huge accomplishment. It is something that you don't see happen a lot in terms of early access games. But again, them being able to figure out um, how you can do that work is also fantastic. If you're going to cop the game on Epic, on the Epic Game Store, use the Epic Game Code. Spawn on me. You can you can help support brocago as well. Uh, if you if you cop the game on the Epic Game Store, so I'm really excited to see what they're going to do with this. I feel like they have figured out ways to ki- get people involved. One of the things I loved to hear them talk about uh, before uh, or previously was about how the modding community came to darkest dungeon one and how they really helped to, you know, give that game some longevity in the space in a way that they didn't even expect. So I, I I love to hear that, that that's a part of the equation. I love to hear that that's a thing that is uh, going to be consistent across the way that they're doing this work. Um, and, and I'm just really excited to jump back into that game and see where, where it's landed in, in a lot of different ways. Um, you know, we're going to have some some more conversations about some upcoming games very, very shortly. Uh, I can't say what, but you may want to check out some information um, probably this week uh, from us about some games that are going to be coming out that are, are, are uh, embargoed. Um, a lot of good information coming out in the world about various types of games, various stuff, you know, where we're hitting that, that interesting part of the year where, you know, games like Halo and Forza and, and all those other kinds of things are going to start to kind of dribble out. And we'll have coverage of all of that stuff uh, for you here on spawn on me. So I'm, I'm extremely excited about that. Um, One other thing before we get up out of here for this episode that I do want to talk about is I bought a Microsoft duo pro uh, no Microsoft surface duo. Sorry. Uh, um, Because I was looking to see if, uh, you know, I'm looking for another device that I'd be able to use for gaming on the go. Um, I really don't use my Switch. I really haven't played with it much. Um, I really don't want to use my iPad for some of that stuff. I'm not really going to use my phone, even though the Backbone, if you haven't copped a Backbone, uh, which is the the handheld controller for, for multiple um, uh, 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 mobile devices, you should. It's a fantastic product. I think I totally recommend that as a product that you should cop. Um, but the dual screen thing made me really excited for it. And I'm, and I, and I'll have a, a longer review or a review of, of, you know, how that device feels as a gaming device very, very soon. I, 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 I copped it. Uh, I'm thinking about using it mostly for cloud gaming and seeing how, you know, all those things are connected. Uh, and I'm just excited to see where that is going to wind up landing in terms of, you know, usability and, and, you know, form factor and all that kind of stuff. So that'll be a thing that you'll hear some more information about um, from me in an upcoming show and upcoming episode for sure. Um, thank you everybody for coming through tonight. Um, again, you know, we're, we're, I'm going to make sure that we have more consistent streams. I've been working uh, down in LA for the past couple of weeks. So streams have been a little bit on and off. Uh, if you're watching the live version of the show here on Wednesday night, uh, we are going to be doing our NFL streams tomorrow. I'll be back doing an NFL stream. We have some issues with the, uh, internet stuff wherever I was at. Uh, so I wasn't able to do the internet streams that week. We'll be doing them, uh, tomorrow at 5 PM PST. Uh, if you're listening to this, uh, on the, uh, podcast version of it across all the podcast catchers that you can, please remember that we're doing those shows on Thursday nights. So you'll be able to see it next Thursday when I do another, uh, NFL stream with the folks over at. Uh, and the NFL and Twitch we are partnering with them this year again. So we're hopefully going to be able to get, you know, make up some ground cause we lost two weeks. Uh, but we'll, it'll be so much fun to be rocking with y'all. I love those NFL streams to doing that with all y'all. Cause it's super fun. The the chat and the energy is super great. Uh, I love, I love it. Uh, girls can't geek uh, with, with the love in the chat as well. So again, uh, Jets and Colts tomorrow is going to be the game that's going to be playing on that side of the fence. It's going to be real wild to see my Jets lose uh, cause they're going to lose again. <laughs> <laughs> they won last week. I'm happy for them. They won. They they won a game. Good job, Jets. J E T S Jets. Anyway, uh, we're gonna get about it here for this episode. Again, thank you to our our, our sponsors over at Manscaped. Uh mass love to you all for supporting us again. Twenty percent off free shipping. Use the code spawn on me at manscaped.com uh to, to rock and get your get your, your your trees trimmed and uh you know your ho ho ho's right. Uh all that good stuff uh in that space. So until then, we'll see you all next week here on the spawn on me podcast Much love to you tomorrow nfl next week more spawn on me and make sure you're checking out the feeds uh in the next couple of days we got some stuff coming as well so we'll see you soon much love to you all and peace